Welcome to Ridge to Ridge Outdoors podcast. Based out of Southern California, we talk hunting, tips and tactics, the outdoors, and everything in between to help our fellow hunters find success. Brought to you by Victory Archery, the carbon arrow experts. Supported by schoutdoors.com, the largest Southern California hunting forum. Sponsored by Archery Geeks Custom Strings. Use promo code RIDGE15 to save 15% off your order. All righty, guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode with us. Uh, today, we got our, our buddy that just moved up to Temecula. He's actually from South San Diego. It's uh, Brian from SCH Outdoors. And, uh, dude, I don't know your tag name. What is it? It's uh, uh, Yo, it's Brian. No, that's your, that's your like, ain't that your social media? What's your oh, SCH? I think it's just Brian, Brian Marable. Right yeah, now. that's what it is. Huh? So I, I actually met this guy off of uh, SCH. He was selling some broadheads and, and – uh, he was talking about moving and whatnot. Anyways, long story short, he's up here with us, man. We've shot with this guy a handful of times, super cool guy. And, and, uh, for being a relatively new hunter, he's found success in, in John and I, we both like to kind of just spread that knowledge and, and kind of give, uh, credit where credit's due and, and let dudes tell their story. So Brian, go ahead and give yourself a shout out, man. What's up, man? My name is Brian, uh, Instagram at, uh, at yo, it's Brian. Yeah, no nah, man, it's you're right. good, dude. Don't stress. It's cool. Yeah, hey, man. yo, it's Brian. <laughs> yeah, his, his Instagram name is Yo, it's Brian. He's been following us for a while, and uh, I finally got to meet him, and he finally told me, I was like, "Oh, you're Yo, it's Brian." That's right. cool. And I was like, "Oh, that's cool." I finally get to meet somebody that's been following us, and it's super for a long cool. time. I uh, I actually found out about Brian through Travis because Travis sent me a video of, of Brian smoking his first buck out of a tree stand. And he was like, Oh my God, I shot my, f-. and I was, I was so pumped for him when I saw that video. I was like, dude, I remember that. Like f- yeah. every time I get a deer in the crosshairs or every, I'm just like, I have that same feeling. It's, it's like, I connect with you, man. Oh, yeah, man and uh, crazy. it is, it's nuts, isn't it? Absolutely. It is so. a wild style story, man. But earlier you were telling me that, uh, you pretty much you cut your teeth just like I did, and you're cutting it in the bird fields, man. You're banging doves. Yeah, man. I uh, started hunting when I was about 15. Uh, buddy was asking me nonstop to go out with him, and I finally did it. And they, ever since then, nonstop. You were hooked, huh? Hooked, dude. Absolutely. You were straight hooked. And and that's like when I shot my first dove. Well, I mean, listen, you know. As a kid with a BB gun, you bust all kinds of stuff, you know, but yeah. when you actually oh, go yeah, and you actually yeah, go yeah, on a hunt, you know what I mean? Like, and you're out there with your buddies and, and you're in a flyway and, and you have dove flying all over, or if you're hunting the opener in the valley and you're like basically on the birds, man, it's unbelievable. It was a blast, man. But, uh, yeah, we, we hunted local, so we wouldn't go, you know, to the valley or up North or anything like that. So it was kind of slow, like the max we would get maybe four or five birds, but even then I was just so pumped to be out, be right. outdoors and, you know, new hobby. Absolutely. Wow. And dude, so check this out, man. They, up here in Temecula, like I don't, you know, people could get mad at me all they want if they're like, oh, you're telling about, dude, there's some good bird hunting up here. Now that you live up here, I full blown will take you to some spots, dude. And it, cool. I always tell my chick, she's like, you know, you go out and you, you bring home two or three birds and it's like, no, no, no. It's, it's more than that. It's, it's about <laughs> just getting out. And when you do bust a bird or two birds, you, you could have been on sitting on your couch watching Fox News. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, and I got a dog, so it's like I get out, I run my dog. I have some timber, uh, I don't know, 10 yeah. miles north of us up here. I call it the timber pit, the timber patch. Anyways, it's like you walk through the timber and, and the birds are flying all over in there. So your dog's running, you know. It, I don't know, man. It's a good time. And, and uh, 
it, it's just one of those things where it's like I could totally tell how that's how it hooked you because that's exactly what happened to me, man. I got hooked on birds. John, you didn't get hooked on birds. You were big game and right no, off the bat, I've, right? Yeah. I grew up big game hunting. I mean, we did a little bit of bird in between there, but it was everything with four legs. Did you pretty much? Did you guys have pheasant up there? Yeah. Oh, did you ever? You ever? Go I did a little. Um, I did some pheasant hunting in Washington and stuff like that. Right. And I have a funny story about that one. It's. I mean, we can go into that, but I know this is about Brian, but I can save that for another time. All right, we'll do it, that. It's pretty. It's freaking hilarious, actually. <laughs> well, we'll <laughs> save that, dude. Brian, I uh, the statute of limitations has passed. So right. Oh, <laughs> story of my life, man. It's funny. It's I a funny um. Story. I've never shot a turkey in San Diego. Have you? I shot at one. Missed you shot at one? Yeah, missed. Did, did you? Are we archery? It was or? horrible. No, it was, it was with the shotgun. Oh. Yeah. It is what it I is. I tried archery on them, but, man, I can't. sometimes I don't even find them, man. It's just going out there for nothing. Oh, yeah, it's tough. San Diego is just tough for it's turkey r- hunting anyways. It's rough, man, but, like, I got I to gotta at least get one. I'm going to keep going until I at least get one. Oh, yeah, oh, you, you will. I, Dude, I just, I don't know what it is, man. Like, the interest is there, but it's not for me. Like if I had the opportunity to go out with a buddy or something and he's like, yeah, man, and he was jacked on it or, or whatever, I would I would probably go with, but I yeah. just, man, I can't, I don't know, it's weird. I, I see turkey as like a time to fill in the gap between deer season and everything else. It's abso- just something to do. Absolutely, it, without a doubt. And I know guys like, there's guys that just strictly turkey hunt. Oh, yeah. You know, if you talk to Steve Trigoliato, not that that's all he does, but he loves turkey hunting. He was over here a couple weeks excuse me, a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about, you know, putting birds down and, and hunting turkey and how it's, it's like, you know, yeah, yeah. It, it's a great time for him. He loves it. Yeah, he's got know? his whole family out there. And yeah, I think that's <clears> kind of cool, man. And and you having your, you know, you have one kid now, right? Yeah, one kid. One, how old is that kid? He's three. So you got, a, you got a three-year-old going on four, so, you know, five, six, seven years, your kid's going to be rolling with you, man. man. Yeah, it's going to be can't a good wait. time, dude. What, um... Let's kind of shift gears a little bit, man, as far as you finding success in San Diego. Well, let's go into... What do you want to go, go on? How'd you get into archery? Uh, there you go. My buddy Kyle, he he was been a big bow hunter his whole life. Um, we, we, you know, we met out there hunting Mount Laguna, and uh, we started hanging out, talking about hunting, and I, I was hunting rifle my first year, didn't have any success. And then uh, he just convinced me to go, get into bow hunting. That, that four months is kind of hard to... Uh, Hard to beat, man. Come, especially hunt when you hunt D sixteen. You only oh, got yeah. one month, so you feel all the pressure. So yeah, that four months is pretty much what did it for me. Now, did you run into this guy up in Laguna, or did you like you've known him? No, I met him up in Laguna. Oh, so you're just walking around or yeah. whatever, and nice. Uh, yeah, I was just checking out the meadow, and then he was coming out of his spot, and then the rest of history, man. We're really good friends now. See that? That's super cool, man. That's like stewardship at its best, at its finest, right? Yeah. So that guy checked you out, and oh, you man. guys are talking. You know, taught me everything I know. Yeah, he's same age, roughly. Yeah, he's a little bit older than me. Yeah, so, so you guys yeah. are you guys are relatively same age, and he's like, yeah. oh, dude, this co- this kid's out here by himself trying to get it in, and he, and he kind of took you in and showed you the showed yeah. you the ropes. Yep. Now, did when you met him, did he say, oh yeah, hunt Laguna, and I'll I'll show you some things, or did you just kind of pick his brain and? Uh, I would, I, would, I had to work on him a little bit, but he pretty much just took me under his wing. Did he? I was telling him I was I had the whole D sixteen season, I had no luck. Saw probably like six seven deer right. the entire month, and I was out. Three four times a three four times a week. Right. So I told him I was wanted to get into archery. So he said, "You know what? I got a spot. I got a few extra tree stands, and 
Ever since then, man, he's been my hunting partner. Dude, the first two years I ever hunted D16, I didn't see a deer, not one time, only driving in and out. Wow. Yeah, man. So, I mean, you seeing six and seven, that's good, man. You yeah. know, you were able to, you know, at oh, least yeah, find deer. A lot of sitting. Oh, yeah, just watching. Yeah. That's awesome. So did he Did he help you? Did he help you with, like, because that video that I saw, dude, was you were clearly out of a tree stand. Yeah. So did he help you figure out tree standing, or, or how oh, did that? Oh, yeah, man, he just completely took me under his wing, took me to a spot. Yeah, the whole summer we were upsetting cameras, moving stands, and trying to find better areas. He was just telling me what to look for, you know, what to avoid, and pretty much all the basics, and then uh, sat me in a set me in a stand that he had success in before right and uh just all the scouting and hard work finally paid off dude a tree you helped him out too though oh yeah like i don't don't think that he just helped you out you helped him because let me tell you something dude you were out there with your buddy right yeah. it gave him more motivation to get out there and to push harder and to go further and to be out in the woods more to develop the knowledge for like him putting you in his stand. He goes, Oh, he put you in his stand. Cause he wanted to hunt somewhere else. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, so you were helping him too. So it's yeah. good. And that's knowledge that it's crazy. I kind of say this at work all the time. It's kind of like, you don't know what you learned until the next job. Yeah. So it's like for you and us, right. We don't know what we learned until our next hunt. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. So you were able to rely, fall back on all that experience of what to look for, scouting track, scat, whatever. Right. Yeah. And, you were able to actually put it all together on your own last year. Is that what it was? Uh, to the season 2018, I, think, I believe it was 2018. And that was the tree stand year. Yeah, that was the tree stand. And then 2019. Um, I just got finally got on X and checked out a few different spots at BLM, and I thought, you know, this spot looks kind of fucked up to get into. Right. And uh, went for scouted it. Scouted a few times, and then that was up at the northern county. Yeah. Were they both up north or? Uh, no, one, one was, was one was, was down south. And the other okay, was, that was yeah. okay. And and I get I give Brian a lot of respect because uh, North County's tough. Well, uh, yeah, especially it's rough. you know he gave, he gave us the approximate location, and I know that area, and it's tough. It's tough, dude. Tough, and and good for you, man. That's that's awesome, man. We we uh, it, I just find I find it super cool, dude, that you were able to take what you learned and and have the dedication and motivation to go to a new area and figure it out right and and now that's knowledge that you know we were talking when we were shooting and you're like dude i went out there and i've been out there and every time i go out there now i see deer and you're like it's crazy to me yeah, you know that's, oh, yeah. that he's doing exactly what you're supposed right, to be doing exactly he gets out there you and, go out and find your little friends yep it helps helps to know you know know what i'm looking for now because like the first year, man, I didn't, I didn't have any gear. I just had a rifle, walk through the woods, you know, water, yeah. bo water bottle in my pocket, not know what I'm doing, just looking for deer. Yeah, well, let me tell you something, dude. I saw your pack loaded with a three by three, all quartered out. Showed me, you know what you're doing, bro. A lot of YouTube videos. Yeah, oh yeah, dude. YouTube's a, a blessing. That's what I always tell guys that are like getting into hunting. Doesn't matter what you're hunting, right? I mean, you can be bow fishing. I mean, I'm yeah. telling you. I mean, you can be any of it, right? YouTube is your best friend. I feel like for me, being a visual learner and so there's book smart, there's mechanical smart, right? I yeah. learn by watching, I learn by doing it, right? So yeah. for me, YouTube just plays into the whole, well, the whole learning you know, aspect. That's, that's human nature generally, even though yeah. some, some people, yeah, people, it's, they learn more like by being there watching it. Uh, some people don't. Right. Like more people do. Right. Like it's, it, well, it's human nature. Like Patrick, to, Patrick. To replicate. You know, Patrick, uh, our old partner in the podcast, dude, he's like so book smart. Yeah. Like super analytical. Like 
could read something and it's almost like photographic memory, right? He's just yep. that kind of smart. And uh, for me, it's like you put a book in front of me, I could barely read it, you know? <laughs> it's, so it's crazy. But so that's why YouTube's my friend. But as far as, as far as hunting San Diego, I mean, so you found success out of a tree stand and you found, and you found success out of basically spot and stock or glass and, you know, with a rifle. Right. So what, uh, what do you prefer, man? I'd have to say archery, to be honest. You like it? It's a little bit more of a challenge or yeah. a lot more of a challenge. Right. Uh, just, I don't know, man. It's just fun. You know, come, you, you're going to go in empty. If you come out, you know, the bag full of meat, I mean, it's, it's even better. Right. I mean, it's just the experience, man. Just going out there and, uh, having a good time right we me and john we have a good buddy we call him killer and uh he's a big tree stand hunter yeah. he, he loves a tree stand you know he's and a big anything blind tree stand yeah hunter he, killer guy he uh and he i think he finds like i don't know why i mean clearly he's an archer for sure uh he likes it out of a tree stand or a blind or or, or whatever's you know whatever's available for him to go hunt um whatever he's set up but he's not a big rifle hunter and um I guess what I'm getting at is there's two there's two different types of hunting, right? I mean, obviously there's yeah. you know archery and then there's hunting with a rifle, right? But some guys just kind of side towards one more than the other, and for whatever reason. But he will actually hunt out of a tree stand, you know, thirty days a season, you know, or, or you know thirty days out of the four months, man. So he'll sit in it. He's pretty persistent, tree man. Tree stands rough, man. It is. It is super rough. Gotta have some good gear for that because. Sitting there in the cold or the heat, you, know, you got to be, you got to be patient. Got to be patient. I mean, Jesus, I, I couldn't three months. Yeah, there's no way, J or you know, John I, does it. Yeah, try to you know think about you know some of these guys that go out there. They hunt the whole season in a in a tree stand, and it's just like day after day from sun up anymore. to sundown. I was like, no, I need to run down this thing and kill it myself. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. So, I, I know like a lot of uh, Midwesterners and like East Coast guys, man, they'll, they'll sit in a tree stand all day. But typically. Yeah, that's, that's the style of hunting too. It is. You know what I mean? That's, like, you know, I didn't grow up like that. I grew up, right. you know, finding them, killing them. Right. My family back East, so they'll sit in a tree stand for a couple hours every day, like in the morning or at night. But they don't necessarily sit in the tree stand all day unless it's like peak rut, like where they know the deer are moving all day. Whereas, like, and, and I don't know if that's the way you did it either. No, typically just morning, break in the afternoon, go have lunch or something, and just come back for the last four hours before dark. Right. It was just, it's just too hard to sit in a tree stand for the entire day. It is. For me. Now, were you running just some Joe Blow tree stand, or were you, like, in, like, a nice summit stand? Oh, man, these things were sketchy as hell. <laughs> were they? <laughs> yeah, man, they got, like, they're, like, probably two by three. Right. Two a by, little platform? Know, little platform with a little rinky-dinky chair. Oh, yeah. I'm afraid of heights too, so that was that was a big thing for me to get over. You all harnessed up? No, they didn't no. have one. No. Oh, you wait. <laughs> no, I I had to shoot him, shoot my buck sitting down because I was too afraid to stand up. Right. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's pretty crazy. I've been up there a handful of times, dude. Um, Laguna's super cool. That wreck cool. area is nice, right? I mean, people it's no up there. yeah, it is. It's no secret, right? Oh, no, I mean, there's a ton of people up there. Thousand people hike it every day. But it is a good area to hunt, though. Yeah, it's if you find a good spot, I mean, you'll be all right, but. The hardest part is getting away from other hunters and and where you can't hear the, all the hikers screaming, blasting music down the trail. Right. Yep. That's probably the you have to part. go in further and farther. Yeah. Did you uh did you ever find any or have you ever seen any cats up there? Oh yeah. Oh, you yeah. did. Yeah. Like in a stand and you see them come walking by type thing. Uh no, I, it was actually I hiked into a fault uh really far spot of mine. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, I was on the way out actually, and uh, we were like, telling that whole story. Or yeah, yeah, go for oh, it, man. Okay. If you want, yeah, yeah man. Th- this is about you. This is all about you, bud. Okay. Uh, this is hi, I'm, I'm Brian. <laughs> Let's yeah, do Brian. this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's Brian? So uh, you got this. I was hunting with my buddy Izzy at this uh, pretty far spot. Right. It's a uh, well known. There's a lot of people that go there, but it's just you know farther, harder for people to get to. So that would give it a try. Right. So we're coming out at uh, coming out at dark. We almost got it done that day too. Forty yards on a doe. It was just too dark. I didn't want to shoot. Right. But uh, we're we're hiking out of the woods, and there's a section where there were some cows, and they were all you know moving, going haywire. So I talked to my buddy Izzy. I'm like, hey. Are those things aggressive because I, I don't know anything about farm right. animals or anything like that because he does. He lives up, up there in Boulevard, so a bunch of farms and stuff out there. Right. So I ask him, <clears throat> are uh, those things, like, aggressive or are we going to get trampled right now? Why, 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 are they, <laughs> right. why are they moving like crazy? He's like, I don't know, man. They can be aggressive. We're, we're fine. <laughs> so we're, we hike over this this hill, get closer to the cows, and then uh, I see a couple of eye shines in the, in the the with my headlight, you know? Right. I automatically knew it was a deer. I Threw a pine cone at it, it started bouncing away. Right. And after two more two more of those encounters, uh, we're walking we're walking on the main trail now, and then I see another set of eye shine, but it was it was different. Like the deers kinda of, they're kinda of spread out more. Right. And this thing was like in front of its face, but I'd I'd never seen a lion in my life in person, so I was did, no idea it was gonna be a lion. So right. I pick up a pine cone, I throw it at it, the thing looks like the head movements are so slow compared to like a deer. The deer's like all fidgety. The line is just, it looks down at the pine cone, looks back up at me like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so I <laughs> started putting the headlight on it, man, and you can see the long tail. And like, oh, fuck, man, that's a lion. Ah. It doesn't even run. It's probably 60 yards. See? doesn't run from us or see? just sitting there. They don't run. Oh, yeah, I know, man. They, they're crazy. I, w- I was actually just listening today. I was listening to uh, a podcast with, what was it? I think it was a meat eater podcast. Yeah. And they were talking about running, running cats with dogs. Right. And, and trying to, to train like a fear into them. Right. And, uh, you know, if they collar them, once they tree them, they'll dart them, tree them, collar them and, or they'll tree them, dart them, collar them, and then they'll release them. Right. And they'll hit them with like paintballs. So like kind of negative reinforcement, like, Hey, humans did this. Right. And then they'll catch them for like a week straight or over a month or whatever. And they'll do it. And they'll catch them four or five times, and then the, like the last time they'll release it with a no collar. And uh, they said sometimes, the majority of the time, the cats would like, oh shit, here comes people, oh, right? Yeah. Like, oh, we're out of here, and they'll bolt, they'll bolt. But then he said, there's other times like they'll stay put in a thicket when they're all bedded up, and, like forty yards. You run up on them, and the individual that was talking about it was saying that, you know, for whatever reason, they just don't run. Right. And then, so then he'll have to release the dogs cause he'll go out with his radio collar, find it to try to get it to bump. And if it doesn't or whatever, if it, or if it does, they release the dogs and go tree it. So he was like, he got in a situation one time where he was like, I'm like 30 yards from this thing, getting all sketched out. So he radioed back, released the dogs, you know, and then they came and the cat took off. But it's crazy because that cat, there's no way that that cat hadn't seen people before. No man. It was just yep. sitting right there. Not, not a worry in the world. Just yeah. like that cat, you know, it's from me to Brian, and yeah. I'm, and I'm looking at it like this. Actually, I'm my ass is on the ground, and I'm I, I'm eye level with it. Yeah, it's pretty nuts, dude. And the sun hasn't come up yet; it's yeah. still got moonlight. Oh man, it's nuts, man. It's kind of it scary. Did, it just just walked and then turned after I jumped up and turned on my headlamp. I don't even walk in the woods the same anymore, man. I just no, just of course not. Head on a swivel. Yeah, 
but I've said it numerous times. If it's gonna get you, it's gonna get you. Oh, yeah. There's no point in freaking out about you it. You just go into the, especially at night. You know, yeah. I'm gonna tell you those hills out there, they're scary. I I am not gonna lie. <laughs> oh, I've mentioned that too, man. I'm <laughs> sure you've heard it on the podcast. Dude. I've, I've literally said I'm scared of the boogeyman. I've slept out there many times by myself. Yeah, oh, and yeah. it's crazy. You just keep it in your mind. It's just like you will kill everything. That gets to you. Yeah. yeah. Only one person's walking out of here, and it's me. Yeah. It, so, yeah. It's nuts, man. And that's crazy. So you got that close to it. Did it finally scare you off? Or oh, scare man, you off? this thing followed us almost three miles to the truck. What? Oh. Yeah. Do you know what, dude? That Listen, I've heard stories of that where cats are following people out. We've but. had out there, we've had some situations. We don't know if they were bobcats. We were thinking they were bobcats that were following us. We were yeah. hoping they were bobcats. Yeah, <laughs> well, you hope. But they're so curious, you know? And I don't know Too if curious. it's like an aggressive nature. Obviously, you know, they're they're killers. But I think that it's more of like a curious thing, and they're just waiting to see you trip up and see a weakness. Yeah, sizing you, know? you up. So yeah, you just kind of sizing you up. up. But, I mean, you're a pretty big dude. I wouldn't worry about it. Oh, man. You know? <laughs> little baby Patrick comes running through the hills, dude. Little head biter jumps yeah. on you. Yeah. And you. Oh, man. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But so that's cool, man. You were hunting up there and, and you kind of figured it out. And so you're not going to, you're not up there no more? No, I, since I moved up here to Temecula, it's just too far of a drive. It is, man. I, I listen, ever since I moved up here, um, I don't go over there anymore. It's just too far. It's like two hours, yeah. man. It's a long drive to get out there. Yeah, it's, it's too much. It is. You know, you know we have deer up here, so yeah, it's good. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> you know they're out there. Yeah, dude. You see how thick the backside of Palomar Mountain? Oh is? my god, man. Yeah, we talked to Bill, and we're like, dude, that whole mountain needs to burn, man. I was on top of Palomar uh, all day today, and it was. I was showing my guys, you know, where the fire came through and how right. big, how tall the brush has gotten since the O three yeah. fire, and it's already like ten feet tall. That's again. nuts, man. And the old shit's still there. Yeah, just underneath of it. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just nuts how how you know, thick the brushes and whatnot. Oh, yeah, but ridiculous. Bill's telling us they, they hold down Laguna pretty well though up there. Yeah. They good. keep they it's keep pretty it pretty pretty mild, you know? And so they you, do those control. So you get control to a certain burns. elevation though, it's like just like out of control. Oh yeah. It's it is. It's, it's like it gets crazy. Wall. Yeah, it's nuts, man. It is. When but, we were up at High Point uh was it a couple weeks ago, a week ago, the wife and I went up there. Right. They've done a real great job of keeping that whole top of that mountain clean. They've oh, like yeah. they like raked it all up. You can like see through the oaks right. and everything. All oh, the really? all the shit is all the big shit's all picked up and except for the storm that came through there and knocked down all the bunch of oaks and all the, but everything's dying too. Is that beetle? Yeah, I think so. That's pretty crazy, man. Yeah, it I mean they'll get I'm sure they'll get in there and start cleaning that stuff. But it's up. it's it's nice though. I mean, as far as most of the ground cover, you can see in there and it looks like you know, it'd be an awesomer spot. To hunt if Osmer right. was a word. If Osmer was a word. But <laughs> the problem is is all those hikers that come up from Oak right. Grove that hike right through the middle of the oh yeah the deer flats. Yeah. And that's where I got my first California archery buck. Was up there. Yeah. Dude, they they used to have a camp. I think I think the guys still do it. Um the first weekend of uh rifle, they go up there's a there's a group of guys that go up there and camp up there. And they yeah, man, they're cool. Those are good guys up there. I've met them. You'd be surprised though about the hikers though, because I'd I'd be able to sit in my stand, have like a spike or a doe under me, and as the hikers are going by, because I was able to see the main trail from right. my from my stand. So as soon as the uh, people are biking biking through or hiking through whatever they're doing, the deer would just stop and wait for them to pass, and then they would they would move on. Yeah, so. well, and that's the thing too. They they see people all the time. Yeah. So as long as you're not like coming at them you know yeah. they're kind of curious thing too you know as soon as you step a foot off the trail they're, they're yeah. hauling ass though i mean if you if you really pay attention to them if you're on ground level with them and they can't like make you out like what yeah. you are 100 percent, you know and they don't really 
perceive you as a threat, do they like walk towards yeah. you, yep. you know, it's, it's pretty crazy how that works. Um, real quick, man. What, uh, what do you got planned on this year? Planning on going to, uh, planning on doing the Arizona over the counter tag. Yeah. Uh, for early season. I think it's in August. Yeah. August, August 21st. End of August, beginning of September. Yeah. August 21st. It opens. Okay. Still got to look in yeah. all that. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm just relying on my buddy. He's yeah, John John likes to be a fucking smart ass. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, it's the 21st because I'm going there that day. Because <laughs> my tag's, you know, my yeah. tag's still valid. Right. That, dude, John has a good time. I've never hunted Arizona, man, and John has a good time out there. December and January have been a blast. Regardless of me not getting a deer on the ground, it's still a blast. Right, and and that's what it all boils down to, and that's what I tell guys, man. Like, as long as you can find fun, fun out of it, just yep. keep going because eventually you will find success. I use the August hunt as kind of like a – pre-hunt yeah you know i don't I, I set my expectations very low yeah i just go out there looking for deer first of all in august yeah yeah and if i get lucky then i get lucky and if i don't then i don't but it gets me ready for yeah the, the upcoming, upcoming the upcoming other hunts that i have yeah so pretty stoked man i, I want to get fun. a velvet buck so bad right on, on my bucket list for sure right so you're gonna go to arizona and then you're just gonna hunt locally around here yeah just a22 and ao Oh, you are? You're not even going to pull a rifle tag? No, not this year. Really? I got limited time this year with work and all that. Right. So you want to just, you just want to have that long season? Yeah. Well, technically, dude, check this out. If you grab a D16 tag, you will be able to uh, hunt with your bow on that tag. Yeah. That's that's what I filled my, uh, when I shot my buck, I used the D16 tag. Right. Yeah. You, you can, so you could grab it just in case you wanted to go rifle hunt. Yeah. I just don't think I'm going to have enough time this year. No shit, to be honest. Huh? Yeah. It is what, it, yeah. Well, it happened. You got a baby on the way. You know what I mean. So you, so you're basically just gonna hunt. You're gonna hunt Arizona, and then you're gonna hunt uh, California, and, th- and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, man. Yeah, it's good stuff, dude. I mean, you clearly know what you're doing. You, you found success. I mean, you've done it twice, so it's not luck. Yeah, you know? we're getting it done, and each time it will uh, be a little easier on you, as far as yeah, you know, the excitement will still still be there, but yeah. you won't be like. You, you know, yeah, like yeah, you were in that all, first video. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, that, that. that excitement. I mean, the excitement's still there. Yeah, it definitely wasn't the same right. excitement, but I was still, you know, extremely pumped. Yeah, yeah. man, that excitement. You'll be able to be more, I guess, yeah. precise with it. You know, you'll be able to actually control your emotion a little bit better. And yeah. as, just, as time goes on, yeah, because dude, I I see deer. I'm like, oh yeah, it's great, man. I love it. First year of the season, I'm freaking out. Oh yeah, that's cool, man. Well, well, hopefully you'll be able to fill those tags this year and. Who are you going to Arizona with, your buddies? Yeah, my buddy Justin. He uh, went up there last year. I know him from shooting bows and Instagram and all that. But uh, he went up there last year, and he missed a big 3x3. Three three. He has, has a picture of him, man, full velvet. Nice. 30 yards. That's awesome. Yeah, that's uh, that's cool, man. You you got It's pretty cool out there. You can hunt pine trees, or you can hunt the high desert floor, you know, and everything yeah. in between. And Yeah. I've never done it, man. I want to go. I, uh, I, this year, I'm definitely going to go. I'll go in August if I don't draw... Uh, my archery tag in Utah. I'll be going with John in August, but other than that, I'm not going to end up out there until December or January. That's you know, the best time, anyways. Yo, oh, yeah. I mean, th- dude, this guy yep. come back like a like a wet was, puppy, having a good time in the mud. You know. Oh my yeah. gosh! All we had it was so much fun. Yeah, it just it seemed was cool. some of the best hunting I've ever done. Yeah, so it's super cool, man. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. You know, you go out with your buddy and go oh, yeah. go go punch a tag. You, uh, matter of fact, we were shooting the other day and you got a new bow. Oh yeah, 
Vault X. Yeah, man. You love it or what? I love it, man. It's sweet. Bruce down at the Bow and Arrow Shop. If yep. I can hook you up, huh? Absolutely, man. Those guys are great. Oh, dude, they're, they're amazing, man. He, uh, Bruce, uh, you know, there's a big long story behind the bow I have, but it, Bruce, once I got it, man, he set it up for me. He knew the the pinch I was in, and and uh, yeah. he did me right, man. It was good. It was good. Oh, he, yeah. he set me up. Good guy, for sure. Definitely yep. good got ambassador that bow in, sport. Like, yeah. what, day before we left? Yeah. I mean, Damn it was near. like, I think it was like a couple days. I think. Damn near like yeah. a day or two days before we left for elk hunting. Dude really? set it up, got me shooting bullet holes out of it in about yeah. three seconds. And uh, we went out, man. I got her all sighted in and we were gone, dude. Yeah. I've and never it, been to any, any other shop, so I don't think I will either. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't either, man, if I were you. I would, I would just stick with them. You got a good rapport with them. Yeah. They know you. You're good to go. Yeah. Yep. Once you find a good bow shop, you like it, stay with it. Yeah, yeah. man, we, we pump them pretty hard on here. We, uh, we try to push everybody to go down there. He's just a good dude. He, oh, yeah. He'll, you know, I'm, I don't want to speak for him, but the dude just takes care of his guys. Oh, yeah. You know, they, anyone, guys, gals going there with bow issues, whatever. I mean, he's like a, he's an absolute whiz on the bow. Oh, you know, yeah. He's I a, shot like he, three different bows before he, he let me make a decision. Yeah, I'm sure he's like, no, you're not going to just pick one because yeah. it looks cool. You're going to shoot them all, you know. Yeah. So that's the type of guy he is, and and uh, he definitely sets you up. You're, you're shooting pretty tight groups, bro. Yeah, dude, sweet, man. Yeah, feels, man. Feels a lot better. Well, right on, dude. Uh, we appreciate it, you know. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Right you got anything else, John? Uh, just a reminder for everybody. Uh, join your m- favorite uh, conservation group, you know. Yeah. If you've listened to our uh, latest podcast with uh, Bill Gaines, you'll find out that we need to have more, I guess, people involved, which is all of you that listen to this. You know, it's. You, you get to that age where you need to give a little bit back. So Absolutely. Either you're joining the Ducks Unlimited or Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation or mm-hmm. CDA here in California or... Uh, yeah, dude. The, I, the, what's the waterfowl? Uh, California Waterfowl yeah, Association. The, the Turkey Federation, you know, or even the NRA, whatever. Whatever your passion is, join up. Make you sure know. you join. Yep. Because you know. if you want to keep hunting, you know, you have to... You have to help out. Yeah, everyone's got to have we a part. Have in to it. help out. We got to make phone calls. You got to call your representatives. You got yep. to. You got to stay on point with the, the know, issues at hand. You know, with, it's important, or uh, like in this state, we'll lose everything. Oh, it was pretty eye opening when we were talking yes. to Bill. You actually, it, Brian, you actually listened to that podcast, didn't oh, you? Yeah, man, dude, it was great. Yeah, yeah he, what do you think of what old Bill Gaines said? I just, he make, makes you think, huh? Be, oh, yeah. This is more than just going out and killing a deer or shooting a duck. Absolutely. There's it is more absolutely. to it. There's and, way more to it. Yeah. I you know, and it's like there's a lot of good information. I didn't know half the stuff until I heard this in this podcast. It was All a good one. information. You, the crazy thing is, is that people that have no business making decisions make the decisions. Yep. Something you know, at office. It's insane, man. It would be like letting your kid run your household. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, seriously, that that's that's the analogy yeah. I would say. You know, it's probably the closest to what's actually going on. Individuals that have no business at this time to run run our you know, That's run our passion well. is what's what's yeah. happening. So, yeah, join your favorite conservation yes. group. I joined uh, California Deer Association. Yeah, you did. Because I like deer hunting. Yeah. I am a, you know, I like elk hunting too, but I wanted to keep it at a more of a local level. So right. I joined a smaller outfit. That's awesome. It's a good thing. So, so you got all the listeners, make sure you uh, uh, join any of those nonprofits, man. They, yeah. they all serve a purpose and they all got a good cause. Uh, real quick, a couple things. Um, I want to shout out to Evan Archery Geeks Custom Strings. Yes. Use, use the promo Ridge Fifteen. Get yourself a set of strings, and he'll knock fifteen percent off yep. straight off your I, order. I just I have a fresh set on my bow right now, and uh, it's 
pretty dial. I just tuned them up again after shooting it, breaking it in, and it's it's Holden. ready to rock. Yeah, man, that's good, man. It's, Got yourself a yeah. I hope I don't shoot it all out before hunting season. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> He's actually making me up a set of strings currently right now, and and I can't wait to get them on my bow. Um, also, that we <laughs> it's kind of funny, and the guys that are actually listening to this at the end of it, they're from Kentucky. No, oh, they're ten, from Tennessee. They're Tennessee. Let's give a shout out yeah, to our we're, Tennessee we're, guys. There's so. a bunch of guys yeah. out there that listen to this, and and me and John we were talking, so we want you guys to reach out to us and and. Uh, Kind of, kind of let us know what's going on, and we're going to send you guys some shirts. So make sure you yep. you reach the, out to us. The and Tennessee we'll get guys, in the way. yeah, reach out to us either on Instagram on Ridge Ridge Outdoors or uh, Ridge to Ridge podcast, podcast. on Facebook, <clears throat> and then or uh, email uh, Ridge to Ridge podcast, podcast at, at gmail dot com gmail dot com because you know we we want to hear from our Tennessee people. Yeah, I think it's we, cool. You know, we check the numbers, and it's just they're out there. It's just like we have a following in Tennessee. There's a lot of downloads in Tennessee. Yeah, there is. It's pretty I, cool. And I just, just curious. Yeah, I want to know what it's all about yeah. too. So, so with either they doubt, like us or they they're trying to figure out California. Or? Yeah, yeah, they're like, <laughs> oh man, maybe they're paying attention. You know, they got some buddies out here or something. Yeah. I don't know, but it's, it's interesting watching these statistics. It is, man. So if you guys are out there listening, make sure you guys uh, reach out to us and we'll shoot some shirts to you. Also, the listeners out of uh you know whoever's listening out of southern california or in general just reach out to us we we have t-shirts so you get at us and we'll figure it out get you one uh let's spread the word guys and uh you know keep listening thanks like subscribe share yep. tell your friends yep uh thanks to brian follow him at instagram yo it's brian thank and, you uh, appreciate it bud thanks for coming in dude